Hello, and welcome to another episode of All Them Witches. I'm your host, Marcus, here to chat about horror movies. So, um, things have been a little bit weird in regards to recording episodes. I think I missed a week or something going on in there. Um, even though I had an episode ready, I forgot to actually schedule it to post. Um, usually I post these in advance, you know, so they're kind of queued, but I think I messed up. So, aside from that, I really don't remember what I had mentioned watching since the last time I recorded, so um, I'm just going to kind of rattle off a bunch of movies that I watched, uh, I guess, in November. I had a really big movie, you know, I'm getting back into it, though, not a lot of horror. Um, so things that I watched um, from November so far, this is all November, uh, Twister, The Boy Erased, American Murder, The Family Next Door, Bring Your Own Brigade, um, which I thought was a pretty interesting um, doc because it kind of it's very easy when you're talking about things like wildfires California wildfires and why are they larger and larger each year to only pin it on the concept of global warming which is certainly discussed in the movie but there are also other reasons discussed as to why that's occurring and I thought that was pretty interesting um, that they were able to consider other options as well um, in addition to global warming and I think that's a pretty good film. I'd recommend it. Um, I watched The Eyes of Tammy Faye, the new one. Well, that's fine, whatever. I watched Titan. Um, that I feel like I should do an episode on, but I, I haven't. I don't know. Um, I watched it twice. <laughs> First by myself and then with a friend. Then uh, I watched JFK Revisited Through the Looking Glass. Gypsy 83. Gypsy 83 is pretty fun. Um, coming of age story. Really liked it. Um, Just Another Girl on the IRT. Um, I believe both of these were on Criterion. These were, yeah, and Desert Hearts as well. Those three were all on Criterion Channel. All very much worth watching. Um, Desert Hearts I liked a lot as well. Um, have heard of it, but never went around to actually watching it before. Uh, kind of a nice girl from the city, woman from the city, woman from the countryside or whatever. Uh, former romance and unlikely romance. It was pretty good. Uh, Dune, the new movie. Uh, I saw that in theaters, actually. First theater movie I've seen in a while. Uh, I have not read the Dune books. And the movie, I feel like I feel like they're trying to cram a lot in to the first movie. And, um, you know, I was able to generally grasp what was going on, but I didn't really love the movie. Um, I would probably... You know, as most people probably prefer the books if I had read them, but I haven't. So it is what it is. Um, Switch from 1991. Very fun gender uh, swap movie. I really liked it. Thought it was a lot more thoughtful uh, about gender and sexuality and um, all that stuff than normally a gender swap 90s movie would be. So I really appreciated that. Um, I watched Shiva Baby. Water and Power, California Heist, Woodstock 99, Peace, Love, and Rage, Jagged, and then uh, two Criterion Channel, I mean, whoa, Criterion Channel, two Vinegar Syndrome releases, which I haven't watched yet, which I just had on Blu-ray, Auntie Lee's Meat Pies, and Ticks. And what are we talking about today from all those movies? We are talking about Ticks. And um, Ticks is one of those movies I've definitely heard of but never seen before. Uh, recently, I've been into kind of creature feature, animals gone wild type movies, so definitely was 
in that vein, so I decided to watch Ticks. So let's get the trailer, and we'll talk about it right after that. Come get your bags, guys. This place looks worse than the projects. It started out small. It's got measles bumps. It's a tick. Vampires of the insect world. A part of Mother Nature's wonder. What's so inspiring about bugs and insects and snakes? But then they grew. Don't move. There's something on your back. Get it off now! And grew. Just don't touch it if you don't know what it is. Don't touch it, it attacked me. Unimaginable. Ticks do not get this big. Unthinkable. <laughs> Unbelievable. There's a huge fire. Who was supposed to take things in this way? Where civilization ends. The nightmare begins. Everybody get up there! It's not nice to mess with Mother Nature. All right, so Tix starts off kind of in a way where I was very confused. I'm like, what's going on here? You kind of see this weird, I don't know, Rube Goldbergian factory type thing, like in a cabin, a little hamster in a wheel. It's like, what's going on here? I, I don't really understand, aside from the fact that there is like some sort of vat with liquid that's dropping onto some strange little sack little flesh-colored sack on the ground. Um, and immediately what came to mind for me in just this intro was The Suckling, which is another release from Vinegar Syndrome, where uh, basically an aborted fetus gets some stuff dripped on it and turns into a monster. Um, in this case, that's not quite what's going on. Um, what the little sack is is, I guess, a tick sack <laughs> i don't know i really don't know much about ticks really um but that is gonna make it grow as we will see soon so that's kind of the intro and then we kind of get up with meeting these young adults um a young seth green though not as young as of course in it because he was late he was a couple years younger when that came out uh but yeah a cute seth green um and other folks uh the guy from Fresh Prince, who can't remember the actor's name at this moment, but he's his uh, character's name is Panic, nickname Panic. Um, but we're meeting these teens. Seth Green, you know, is going on this wilderness expedition for intercity kids, inner city kids, um, and uh, that's where all these people are coming from. So there's like these uh, teens who are in a relationship, duty in Rome. Um, Kelly, this quiet girl, Melissa, who is the daughter of the two doing this expedition, um, Holly and Charles. Well, Charles is her father. I guess Holly is just the dad's current girlfriend, I suppose. And Seth Green is Tyler. Anyway, they're all going into the forest together to do what? I don't know, just bond, explore nature. I, I don't know what they're really supposed to do. Um, but yeah, they're all going there. 
And um, we just kind of get back to the cabin with the tick that was growing and the guy who's there, who is the actor from Ice Cream Man. That's who I recognize him from. Don't know his name. But either way, um, first his hamster is killed by a big tick. And then the big ticks attack him. And that's not a good thing. But we'll get to that. Um, already in the cabin where the, the young adults, the teens are, whatever, there's one of those mutant sacks in there. And they're like, ew, gross. Boo. It's all, you know, full of goop. And I, don't, I wouldn't want to do it. I wouldn't want to poke it. Like, if you see some sort of strange, pink, undulating sack, I would, I don't know what I would do, but I would not be poking it. I would be flipping out and making someone get rid of it. I wouldn't want to touch it. Yeah, so that was gross. Um, but unfortunately, there's more animal trauma going on here because Panic brought his dog to the event with him and the dog gets attacked by a tick what he ends up seeing is his dog lying you know after kind of yelping in pain kind of writhing on the ground almost like it's having a seizure um and to me i'm like oh man that dog's being eaten from the inside that is not a good thing at all um and that made me very sad because i felt bad um and, and unfortunately, you know, Panic is very upset about this. His dog's dead. Um, so he kind of leaves, skulks out in the middle of the night, you know, gun to go back to L.A. I can't deal with this shit, you know. Um, so that's sad. And, of course, when the, you know, day comes, they everyone realizes that Panic is gone and uh, people get mad. But uh, Tyler ends up going into the, you know, driving on with... Uh, the other, the adult Charles, to try to look for him and maybe get something in the town. That's where you learn things about Tyler, like that his dad abandoned him in the woods one time. And that's kind of where he got this fear of being alone and this huge stress with being out in the wilderness. Which is why his, his dad sent him here, to try to, you know, get him over his fears. But we'll see how that goes. Um, they're also oh, They were also bringing the dog to the vet to see if uh, the vet could understand like did he have rabies like what happened here so the, there's a very funny sequence where the vet is examining the dog and like tries to get a vial of a blood or whatever and the vial you know she pulls it up and then it like keeps getting sucked back in because i believe she's pulling the blood out of the tick and he's like no 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 that's my blood keep sucking it up and then they pull the tick out and it's huge and it scurries around for a while um, you know, before they finally are able to kill it by stepping on it. And the vet basically says it seems like that this tick has been, you know, affected by a growth hormone and has become a mega tick. And the growth hormone is probably because that is what some people use nearby to grow weed. Fine, I didn't know you needed to use growth hormone on weed. I guess maybe to grow more of it? I don't know, really. Um, but yeah, so that's going on and that's what's going on here. And, um, unfortunately we get back to panic. Who's kind of wandering around in the woods. Maybe he wants to get found, but, uh, he gets found all right, but by a tick, which attacks him. I was like, oh no, is this the end of him? But it's not. He actually is not gone yet. Um, while we are having in like a bonding moment between Melissa and Kelly, Kelly reveals that she was raped before um, and that Holly really was someone she could talk to about that 
even when she couldn't talk about it to her parents. So we're kind of feeling for, okay, Kelly, I understand why she's kind of all um, really not, you know, bonding with everyone is really keeping to herself and also kind of gives more reason for Melissa to think that maybe Holly's not such a piece of shit, you know, who took her dad away. You know, maybe she's a decent person. We'll see. The bonding is short-lived because while they're going fishing, what they reel up is a dead body. Dead body of the sheriff. Okay. Um, that is a bad sign. Um, and uh, while they're out, because Dee Dee and her boyfriend, uh, Rome, kind of wandering around outside, Dee Dee finds a weed lab, weed farm, whatever you want to call it, and there are ticks in there, and they latch onto her, and she runs out screaming. But I don't know. So that's going on, and she gets taken back to the cabin by her boyfriend, Rome, and they're like, oh, God, because um, I think some of them have not yet seen all the ticks. Um, and then Panic, who is not dead, who kind of just had a tick latching onto him, kind of a tick in him, gets attacked by these two dudes, this one guy who just wants everyone to refer to him as Sir, and another dude, um, Jesse, I think. And I don't know why he, why um, Panic is picked on so much in this movie, but really he is. Because when you look at this movie, um, aside from these two bad guys and the uh, Ice Cream Mammon guy, it's really Panic who's the one who's really assaulted very seriously throughout the movie. I don't know. Anyway, but yes, Panic initially survives the ticks, but... He's now attacked by these two guys. Um, they're punching him. They shoot him and leave him to die in the burning weed farm, basically. So, uh, oops, because with all this fire, the ticks are like hatched and running away from it because they do not like fire. So where are they running? They're running right towards the cabin. And the two men, the bad guys, end up in the cabin as well, being attacked. They, for some reason, are saved by everyone inside the cabin. I don't know why they would save them. They shouldn't have. They don't know these guys. But they're good people, so they choose to. Bad decision for them. Uh, but yeah, Panic comes back to the cabin too. He's got a big tick. But Tiger burns it, so maybe he'll be saved. Except, no, he won't. Um, he was only still, I guess, alive because he took steroid pills. Sure, whatever. <laughs> um... But yeah, before he dies, he says that those two guys are the ones that, you know, did it to him, and then he dies. So they realize, okay, Panic was shot, and he must have been shot by these two men here. Um, but of course, they still have the gun, so they shoot Charles, and they're like, give us the keys to the van. We're just going to take it and leave, right? But it is what it is. One thing I still do not understand is why Sir is a, like, predatory gay person um because that's very clearly what they're doing there are references to him and with you know these guys being just the way he likes them and i don't understand that at all why did you have to put this character trait it's not necessary one bit it doesn't make the movie better it makes it a little bit worse to me but whatever um so yeah either way this quote sir ends up sending his guy out to uh, jerry to get the fan um and he gets in the van but there's a tick there's ticks in there of course the window was rolled down what do you expect you think you're safe uh bites him right in the back of the neck 
so he hallucinates a bit um, and then gets attacked more and uh, in his hallucination drives the van straight into the cabin so that's um, everyone is okay even sir somehow who like got a direct hit is okay I don't know whatever and then at this point everyone's like running away because panic starts like spasming his body is like undulating and kind of being pulled around in a way that's clearly inhuman in nature so they run upstairs except for sir who is for some reason unable to go upstairs i mean he did get stabbed um and this is when panic's body is transformed and split in half into a mega tick a massive human-sized tick and i think that this happens because panic was ingesting a lot of steroid pills i guess but yeah it's real crazy um and sir is killed thank goodness so everyone's up on the second floor trying to escape tyler you know finally is emboldened to do wild things like take a tire swing out the second floor window and hopefully get to the van and save everyone which he does do actually um and everyone's coming out from the second floor um rome is attacked in the leg by the monster tick but is saved by tyler once again tyler brings a big thing of fire and the tick explodes um this has been shown throughout the movie where ticks explode when you hit them with fire does that really happen i guess it probably does i don't know unless they totally made that up but ew so gross anyway um so yes tyler's the big savior in this point and there's a big explosion everything explodes but they're all fine they all make it back home to, I guess, L.A. and are happy. And the scene the movie ends with is that the truck that or the van that they all took is now like in an impound yard or whatever. And there was one sack on the bottom of the van. So it falls to the ground. And it's just there undulating, waiting to be born. So yeah, I thought this was quite a fun movie. Very silly. But it was fun. For the most part, I quite liked it. Um, I specifically have the release from Vinegar Syndrome, of course, of Ticks, And it is, you know, first it's got a... I don't know if it still has it or if this was like a special edition, but it's got like a kind of bookcase type slipcover. I don't know where you open it from the... You pull it out from the side. And then there's a slipcover on the movie, which is the kind of like VHS art, which is a girl with big like a realistic looking ticks kind of coming at her from three angles and this release specifically is a 4k uhd um it of course also includes a blu-ray disc if you don't have the ability to play um uhd movies which is great i love a double feature or a double uh disc release like that um and it includes a commentary track with director tony randall and actor clint howard and there's also another commentary track with special effects supervisor Doug Beswick and stop-motion animator Yancey uh, Calzada. And next, there is a three-part making of, which is called Under the Skin, The Making of Ticks. And I thought that was really fun. I actually watched that uh, after watching the movie. I haven't listened to the um, commentaries yet, but I did watch that, that making of. And it was really nice. It was fun to see, you know, from these different perspectives what it was like making the movie some of the stuff that i thought was the coolest part was like talking about the animating of the ticks themselves um that there was some stop motion in there but there was also just kind of a puppetry and mechanical wiring things all kinds of things going on to make it work 
And I'm going to say it worked very well. Because never when I was watching this movie did I like stop and think, oh, that looks really fake or stupid or bad. And I never realized nothing ever looked like stop motion to me either. Even though I feel like a lot of times stop motion has a very clear, distinct look about it. But in this case, I didn't notice it at all. Um, The ticks move frantically, you know, and they seem rather realistic in their own way. I mean, they look rubbery, but they seem realistic enough. So I really was, I was thinking it was really good. Um, And I think that's very much worth watching. I think it's like maybe, I don't know, 30 to 50 minutes long in total, that uh, making of. So it's it's definitely no little quickie. So very cool. Um, Overall, it's a great package. For those who have never seen Ticks before and want to. So I really liked it. I think it was fun. I appreciated the characters. You know, they're a bunch of a group of teens who are all very different. They're not friends. They're all just coming together for whatever reason. They're like forced to on this trip. Um, and I'm glad that most of them actually survive at the end. I Again, I don't understand why Panic had to die specifically. But uh, most of them make it out, so it's interesting. It's not a final girl, final boy scenario. It's a final group scenario. Even the adults survive, even though one of them gets shot. Like in the upper thigh, he survives. Everyone survives, so it's pretty interesting in that regard as well. Um, So if you're in the mood for like a monster insect movie, this is pretty good. Uh, Pretty fun, campy, and, uh, you know, a popcorn flick for sure. Definitely nothing serious going on here. Um, But I liked it, and I would recommend it. So that is all for this episode of All the Mushes. We'll be back soon with another episode.